Hey there, welcome everyone uh, back to Seeking Refuge, the podcast, and, uh, and sorry for the delay in getting a new one um, posted here. We were having some problems with sound quality on the last two um, podcasts that I did, and I thought about redoing them, uh, but I'm convinced that if someone wanted to pull uh, the Bible verses out of that and study up on the topic, that they would be able to do so. I want to just kind of keep moving forward. Um, with the episodes here and uh, as I find just little Bible studies to share I'm going to put them on this podcast uh, for anybody that wants to to use this as a uh, as a tool um, to help them study through the Bible and uh, I will do my very best to be faithful and post these every week I am hoping to get better sound quality today I'm kind of trying to work on some things uh, to be able to do it from within the truck, as you, uh, most many of you know, I drive a truck for a living, and uh, this is just one way I get to share uh, some of my devotional time and study time with you. And uh, I'm thankful that there's people that want to listen in and study the Bible with me, and I think this is a good Bible study. Uh, so welcome again. Thanks for tuning in. Remember Psalm 91, verse two says, "I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress." My God in Him will I trust. And we're thankful that we have God as a refuge today. And that's the name of this podcast is Seeking Refuge, where we seek refuge from the world in God's unchanging word. And uh, I tell you what, we need the Bible for hope, peace, and enlightenment during these very perilous times that we're living in. And... uh, this is just one way that we can turn turn in and, and, and turn to God for the uh, strength and courage we need. I'll tell you what, we're nothing without Him. We can't, uh, we can't get through everyday life without the Lord. And um, so that's, uh, I, I'm just, I just want to be in it every day because we're just human beings. And um, we all have our failures and our shortcomings. And, uh, you know, without the Bible, without the... Uh, the Word of God without the presence of Christ in our life, I'm convinced we would just get so discouraged that we would just walk away from our faith altogether. And uh, we really need the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit and the conviction that comes through Bible study to reassure us and help us know, like, God God loves me. Jesus died for my sins, and He, he knows that I have failures, and He knows that I mess up and do things I shouldn't do. But I can seek refuge in God's Word and know that the Lord, uh, He's got me. Uh, I can't do it myself. The Lord's got to do it. So welcome to the podcast. Today, our Bible study is going to be in Psalm 121, the 121st chapter of Psalms. We're going to look at verses 5 through 8. And the uh, topic is, The Lord Keeps the Lord covers and the Lord preserves. There's three things that the Lord does. He does everything and he does a lot of things, but we're going to pick on three things specifically that he does for us. He keeps us, he covers us, and he preserves us, okay? Remember Hebrews chapter 6 verses 17 and 18, God willing more abundantly to shew into the heirs of promise, those are the believers in Christ, the immutability of his counsel, those are things that are unchangeable, confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things, the two things that cannot be changed, 
God's word and God's covenant, in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Folks, I know that the world looks bleak today, but there's still hope that God has set before us in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this Bible study. Thank you for keeping us going when we don't have any strength left in ourselves, Lord. Thank you for forgiving our iniquities and sins and picking us up and uh, dusting us off time and time again, Lord. We thank you for those second chances and third and fourth and fifth chances. We thank you, Lord, for 70 times 7, Lord, and um, we just know that uh, that your forgiveness and your mercy it endures forever, that you love your children and that you want us to grow spiritually and, and, and be more like Christ. Help us to accomplish that, Lord. Bless this Bible study uh, today, and um, Lord, for all those that listen in, you know the needs, you know everything going on in their family lives and at work and everything else. God, we just turn it all over to you and ask that you bless us. We need you. We love you. We thank you. ask that you speak to us through this Bible lesson today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everyone turn to Psalm 121. You'd think I'd be there before I started the podcast, but I'm not. Psalm 121. There we go. We'll just read the whole whole psalm it's only eight verses here and the psalmist wrote uh, i will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help cometh from the lord which made heaven and earth he will not suffer thy foot to be moved he that keepeth thee will not slumber behold he that keepeth israel shall neither slumber nor sleep the Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil, he shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Well, I tell you what, the first thing we should learn is where to look when we're in a time of need we need to remember to look unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith we need to look upon christ and christ crucified and remember what he's done for us and that he did that to forgive so that we could have forgiveness of sins and uh and this is an important thing if you look here in the very first verse i will all capital letters that's a definitive you know there is a emphasis it's a powerful statement i will lift up my eyes into the hills tell yourself i will lift my eyes up to god no matter what's happening around me i will look to god for my help i will look to god to help me through whatever i'm facing today i will look to god for to have my needs met and uh and when we we speak that with power the holy spirit will move in that and will help us and then he says, My help cometh from the Lord. What an important thing it is to know that your help, you know, if you ever heard people say, Well, God helps those who help themselves, well, 
Wrong. No, he doesn't. God helps those who can't help themselves. <laughs> Amen. Uh, sometimes when we get to a place where we say, God, I can't do this. You're going to have to do it for me. That's when God steps in and, and shows and shows up in a powerful way. Amen. Uh, my help is, is going to come from the Lord. It, it's I try to do things on my own sometimes and, and I mess it up and then I try to fix it and then I make it worse. And then I try to fix that and I keep digging and digging and digging. And finally, in the bottom of the pit that I dug myself, I will lift up mine eyes <laughs> and look unto God because I realize my help's going to have to come from the Lord or I'm just going to keep digging myself deeper and deeper. And, uh, you know, that's what sin does as well. Sometimes we just go deeper and deeper and deeper. And uh, if you don't know the Lord as your Savior, this is especially true. You get so deep down that you're looking and you're thinking, it's helpless. But it's not helpless if you turn to Jesus Christ. It says here, my help cometh from the Lord. Jesus can help you and can help us and wants to and will. All we have to do is call on him. And then I think it's convenient here in verse 2 that he says, which made heaven and earth. In other words, if God, if the Lord can make heaven and he can make earth, there's nothing too big and there's nothing too small that he can't take care of when it comes to us. If he has enough power to make heaven and earth, he has enough power to reach down and help us in whatever situation we're in today. Amen. It says this, He will not suffer thy foot <clears throat> to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. God doesn't sleep on the job, and I'm thankful for that. But let's get to the key verses here. Let's look at verse 5, um, 6, 7, and 8, because that's really what the study is on uh, for this evening. But look at verse 5. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. So the very first thing that I wanted to point out in the Bible study tonight is the Lord keeps. The Lord keeps us from a few things. I mean, there's a lot of things the Lord keeps us from. If we had any idea how many things the Lord keeps out of our lives for us, uh, I think we would be greatly humbled um, by that. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in what the Lord did not keep us from that we get mad at him about that. We don't even take in regard of what he did keep us from. So, But the Lord keeps, and I want to give us a few things that he keeps us from. First, the Lord keeps us from falling. Look at Jude, and look at the uh, 24th verse of Jude. It's just the one chapter in Jude. It's all the way back in the back of your Bible, near the book of Revelation. Look, look down at verse 24. In Jude, it says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Aren't you thankful today that the Lord is able to keep us from falling? And notice that there's no emphasis in that on uh, keeping ourselves from falling. It's the Lord that keeps us from falling. And, um, and when we have stumbled or fallen in some area the lord can pick us back up the lord keeps us from falling amen um here's another one the lord keeps that which we have committed unto him look at second timothy second timothy 
Some of you may know exactly what verse that is. It's in chapter. It's the first chapter of Second Timothy, and look at verse. Um, Look at verse 12, For the which cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Many of you know that song, it's one of my favorite hymnals, I love singing that song. I don't have a voice to sing on the podcast, but I mean in a church service where I can hide behind the talented voices of the choir or whatever. That's uh, that's such a powerful song, and I, I I just feel the spirit of God in it every time we sing it at church. Um, but it's uh, I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I have committed unto Him against that day. Uh, what a powerful thing! And what that's talking about. When I got saved, or when you've got when you got saved, you committed to Christ your soul to keep forever. You committed to Christ your eternity, um, your salvation, and uh, so that's what it's talking about. I am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I have committed unto Him against that day, and that day is a reference to the day of judgment. Uh, when God will judge um, the earth and we will be judged on whether or not we are in Christ or whether or not we have not accepted Christ. Um, Of course, if you've accepted Christ, you won't stand at that judgment because God obviously already knows that you're saved. Instead, you will stand before Christ and have your works in the body of the Lord judged. And so it's important that we do our very best to serve the Lord with fervency and conviction. Uh, you know, we he, he deserves it, right? I mean, He died for our sins, so we should want to serve Him and tell others about Him. And, and, and uh, that'll be our judgment as believers. We'll stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And, uh, but that day, the day of the terrible judgment where the, the wicked and the lost... In this world that have rejected Christ will be judged by God for rejecting the Lord Jesus and uh, they'll be cast into hell and uh, that'll be a terrible day but I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day amen so the Lord keeps us from falling the Lord keeps that which we commit to him and here's one more on this point. The Lord keeps us from evil. Look at 2 Thessalonians, which is just before the two letters um, to Timothy. 2 Thessalonians. And look at verses or look at chapter 3, verse 3. It says here, But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. That's uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. The Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from falling. I mean, every one of these verses is a top, is a sermon all on itself. One, I'm thankful today that the Lord is faithful. When I am not faithful, Jesus is always faithful. He shall establish you. He will be the one that does the establishing and keep you from evil. I'm thankful that he can keep me from evil. And let me point this out. 
He can keep evil away from us, keeps us safe in the presence of evil. He can keep me through conviction, not doing evil. Um, so, that, so it's two. It's kind of a twofold way that the Lord does that. He keeps me from personally committing the evil, and He keeps the evil around me from affecting me or from um, rendering its power against me. Uh, even Jesus said that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. I think that we sometimes. Sometimes the Lord does allow us to suffer things because of evil, persecutions or whatever. When the Lord allows that, it is for the purpose of His glorification and for our reward later. But for the most part, the Lord does protect us, puts a hedge of protection around us on a daily basis. And uh, I, I wonder how humbled we would be if we knew how much evil the Lord actually keeps us from. So the Lord keeps us from falling. He keeps that which we commit to Him, and He keeps us from evil. We are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. That's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. Now here's the second thing. Remember I said the Lord keeps, the Lord covers, and the Lord preserves. The second th uh, point of the study the Lord covers us. The Lord covers. This is kind of a short point, <clears throat> but it's important to realize that covering in the Bible, the translation is the translation to the word atone or atonement. In other words, we've heard that. You hear about it in Genesis and you hear about the Christ, the atoning blood of Jesus. In the Old Testament sacrificial system, the animals were sacrificed to atone for sin. Um, the word atonement means to cover. And um, so that's where we get the saying, I'm covered by the blood. Amen. Um, so you, we need the atonement. And so the Lord covers us. The Lord's sacrifice, He went to the cross, He shed His blood to cover our sins when we go to him our sins are covered they're forgiven they're washed away we've received the atonement um, the difference between this Old Testament sacrificial system and what's been done in Christ is in the Old Testament we needed continual offerings because the atonement was not permanent in the New Testament we learn in the Bible it, the word atonement doesn't really necessarily appear except for maybe um, there might be one reference to it in Romans we'll look at that in a second but it, it says that we have remission of sins in other words Jesus Christ took it one step further there's no more sacrifices for sin his was perfect and fulfilled all sacrifices for sin so it's once for all all sins have been forgiven in Christ we have a permanent covering permanent atonement if you will if you want to look at it that way but let's look um, let's look at Romans chapter 5 chapter 5 and look at uh, yeah so that is your one one New Testament reference uh, to the atonement in Romans chapter 5 verse 11 it says and not only so but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have now received the atonement 
let's just look. Let's just look at this. I, I love the book of Romans. Let's just go back to verse 1. And let me read this to you. And listen carefully to it. Starting in verse 1 of Romans chapter 5. It reads, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. First of all, stop trying to justify yourself. I need to stop trying to justify myself. Christians, stop trying to justify yourselves. No work you do is good enough to be pleasing to God in your flesh. We are justified by faith and only by faith. Justification by faith. We'll look at that topic on another podcast. But in in faith, or through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have peace with God. Amen? If we don't have any peace today, we need to make peace with God. We're going to do so through our faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 2, By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We have access to God by our faith in Jesus Christ, and that access is into the grace of God wherein we stand. Thank goodness for the grace of God. Without it, we could not stand before the Lord. And not only so, this is verse 3, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. I need this right now because I have been through tribulation recently and am still maybe ongoing. And uh, I joked with Pastor about it. I said, I did not pray for patience, and nor have I preached on the message, counted all joy, so I didn't understand why these things were happening the way that they were, but regardless, we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, in patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, and thank you, Jesus, that you did. When we were without strength, Sometimes God does the most work in our lives when we stop trying to be so fake strong on ourselves and realize that we're not that strong at all and that we need something stronger than ourselves, which is the Lord. Amen. Verse 7, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. The Lord's got you covered. Um... The atonement covering, and uh, we'll look at this topic maybe more in depth at a future time, uh, the topic of atonement in the Bible. Uh, but it, it starts, the concept of it starts in Genesis chapter 3 verse 21, um, when God made the coats of skins and covered Adam and Eve with them, amen? Um, that was the first example of that covering, and notice... It came from God. He was the one that provided it. God provided the sacrifice. God provided the covering. And he followed that format all throughout scripture. And he fulfilled that format in Jesus Christ. He provided his son the sacrifice. 
in order to cover our sins. Amen. The third final point of, to, of tonight's study, I was doing them in the morning, this one's in the evening. The Lord preserves, and I want to give you something to wrestle with here. Think about your spirit, think about your soul. Many believe those are the same thing. And think about your body. I want to submit to you that in the Bible, um, we actually learn through a scriptural reference here that the spirit and the soul and the body are all three different things. They're three different elements that that make us who we are. Um, but the Lord preserves and is able to preserve all three. And you think, well, wait a minute. Flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom. What are you talking about, uh, Brian, with this preserving the body? This old flesh is worthless and is full of sin, and the Lord's not going to preserve it. It's going to die, and uh, and you're right. I'm not disagreeing with that. Um, but let's just look at the Bible and go straight to the Word of God, and I'll explain. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And we're almost done with the study for today. 1 Thessalonians. I think I was back here once. I should have held my place. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, look down at verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. That means to set you apart completely. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body that's three different three different things let me point out to you too in Hebrews chapter 4 it talks about the Word of God sharper than any two-edged sword and there's a reference there dividing asunder that means cutting apart separating soul and spirit um, I can go deeper into this with you at some point in time but I'd like for you to understand that God is Father Son and Holy Spirit and we are also made in His image. We are made spirit, soul, and body. And uh, when Paul's talking about the preservation of the body, I, I think in some regards here, we know that the Bible says that in every house there are vessels of honor and dishonor. We are accountable for the way we possess our vessel, the way we possess our body. And I think that there is a reference of being preserved in, in as far as a reference to living in purity. Um, I think that certainly applies. But we also know that there's a day coming, and thank the Lord for it, where the corruptible will put on incorruption. Um, the, this body will be done away, and we're going to have a new body. And we know that new body is going to be perfect and without sin and, and, and everything else. It'll be a glorified body. And, and I think that would be your other reference there. And then we have spirit and we have soul. And uh, all, all of these will be together in unity with God when we spend eternity in heaven with Him. And that is, uh, that is definitely something to look forward to. Amen. And that's what we're keeping our hope in. Alright, last uh, scripture reference. Go to 2 Timothy. I hope this is a good study tonight. I hope it's not 
too boring or anything but i hope that people can follow along and get to the scriptures and and look at it and i hope it's a blessing to you second timothy chapter 4 look at verse 18 and again this is a bible study this isn't me uh preaching into my phone to anybody that'll listen i, I want i really wanted it to sound like an actual bible study to be like like we were sitting down across the table from each other having a bible study so look at this, 2 Timothy chapter 4, look at verse 18. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work, and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I cannot think of a better way to end the study tonight. The Lord shall deliver me from every evil work, and the Lord shall be the one that preserves me. It's kind of like if you think about a preservative being used on something to preserve it without the preservative regardless of anything else whatever that preservative is used on will rot let's just face it without Jesus we're rotten and we're going to rot away and you know from dust we came from dust we shall return but the Lord is preserving us unto his heavenly kingdom and I'm so thankful for that today. So there you have it out of Psalm 121, verses 5 through 8. The Lord is thy keeper. We are kept by God. The Lord is thy covering. Uh, he is our atonement. He has covered our sins. And the Lord is thy preserver. He is preserving us for our eternity in heaven with him. The Lord keeps, the Lord covers, and the Lord preserves. Thank you for that, Lord Jesus. Lord, we ask that you bless uh, everyone that listens in on the study. We need you, Lord, and thank you for these precious promises in your word. We love you. Help us apply it to our lives and tell others about the great salvation that is in Christ Jesus. We ask that you bless the remainder of this evening, our families, and remember the prayer needs of everyone um, out there, Lord. You know every individual and every need, every burden. I ask that you tend to those this evening. And, um, Lord, we need your love and we need your strength each and every day. Until our next podcast, Lord, I just ask that you'll bless in Jesus' name. Amen.